All right, everyone, welcome back to the Braun Brains podcast, now on our third full, no, fourth full-length episode, uh, and now featuring very special guests. Nathan, great to have you here. Thank you very much for your time and coming on. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. I'll, uh, hopefully, we can, uh, we can get some good content, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's worth having me on. Yeah, yeah. pleasure for a while, really. Um, yeah, great to have you on here. You're involved in some pretty cool stuff at the moment. So perhaps you kind of want to give people a, a bit of a you know rundown of, of yourself, the kind of stuff you've been involved with and uh, yeah, kind of run things through up to now. And then I guess we'll get into kind of the, the you know, what, what we kind of want to get out of you in terms of kind of the whole men's physique thing because you're going down a, a pretty interesting direction that I don't think I've really seen many people sort of yeah. really go down so yeah give yeah. us give us kind of the, the background of yourself what you've been involved in and kind of the the journey up to to this point okay so um i mean i started competing when was my first show 2007 i think my first my first show um so you, you're going back like pre um pre-facebook pre Instagram, pre-social like, pre media, pretty much. There was there, there wasn't anything um, like that when when I started competing. It was a case of um, you did it because, um, well, as as we generally do, um, you, you did it because you loved it. You loved the training and you loved yeah. the, um, the, the the competing. But there was there was no clout that that come with it. There was no uh, no pictures on insta and no likes and certainly no kind of like sponsorship or and anything like that um you'd do a show and then you'd wait six months to see a picture in a magazine that no one reads <laughs> yeah but the only people that, that were interested in it were, were bodybuilders so it's like pretty pretty much uh, few and far between so i i did as i say my first show um as a junior in 2007 um and then it was it was just bodybuilding there, there was no classic physique there was no men's physique there was no um like bikini or or anything like that for the for the girls there wasn't even that there was just the mr olympia that there wasn't even the 212 class at, right. at the olympia it was, it was literally just um just open class so i did that as as a junior i had a, a couple of decent years as a as a junior um and then come in out of out of the juniors i did the uh, middleweights intermediate um at ukbff which at the time that was um the the ifbb um federation for, for getting the pro card mm -hmm. so I, I came out of um out of juniors and into intermediates um at 23 so by by today's standard still still a junior mm -hmm. and won won my first british um in the men's class um as as an intermediate middleweight um and i remember at the time weighing in and it was i was um i think 74 kilo so still sort of six kilo under under the weight limit so had plenty of um plenty of growing room in the middleweights um so stayed stayed in the middleweights for for a few years um a couple of british titles in there in in the men's classes 
Um, and then that takes me up to when was the last time? So I competed. 2017 was was my last um, lot of shows where I did um, the the amateur Arnold um, in Barcelona mm -hmm. and the amateur Olympia um, in Marbella. And it was through the the amateur Olympia that um, I got I got my pro card. So um, it was it was basically through um, through coming through having multiple British wins and then coming top three um, in the in the pro qualifier yeah. um, out in in uh, where did I say Marbella in, yeah. in Spain the at the amateur Olympia. Um, so that, that was brilliant. Obviously, you know, the, the pro card is, is the dream come true, um, for, for everyone that's, that's doing it. Um, decided that I'd, I'd take a couple of years off, um, off competing and, um, try and, try and build on, build on my physique and, and be, um, like a, a pro standard of, of athlete. Mm. Obviously there's, there's a massive jump between. Oh yeah. Professional, you go from essentially being the you know one of the the best amateurs in in the world out there to just going back to the bottom of the ladder, <laughs> yeah, and being, yeah. being the worst the worst pro that there is out there. Um, so the idea was to take a couple of years off and improve, and then that's when um, I got injured. I, I tore my quad, mm -hmm. um, and that was it was complete detachment. It was tendon completely um, completely away. So that was, um, you know, significant sort of like rehab time. Um, I had it reattached and did the rehab and, you know, I can train on it perfect now. I can, you know, I, I'm still hitting PBs on my leg workouts, mm -hmm. um, but visually um, from, from the front asymmetry is, is off. Mm -hmm. So where they've, where they've attached it on, on, on the one side that's, um, that's that's perfect. My quad it just sits as it as it did um, previously. On the side where it's reattached, there's probably an inch and a half gap where yeah. they've reattached it and it's it's slightly up. So my, my symmetry is just off from from the front, and it's not a, a case of um, you know the, the size is still there and the fullness is still there. And you know I've I put a, a post up on my Instagram the other day about people saying that men's physique don't train legs and yeah. you know from from my side shots and my hamstrings and my glutes and everything else I can I can still stand on stage with uh with with any bodybuilder but oh, yeah. it's from the front um my symmetry is is just off and if you're not symmetrical that you know the, the the first thing they're going to see when you walk out on stage is is that your symmetry is off yeah. so yeah. um the decision then was it's either you know hang it up and stop doing what I love doing with, you know, the potential there to, to still, um, to compete and still, you know, fulfill the, um, the goals that I've got competing wise or to switch classes and, uh, and have a bit of a different journey in a pair of board shorts rather than a pair of trunks. <laughs> so that's where, that's where we're at at the minute. We're, we're four weeks out, um, from, from my debut in, in men's physique so we'll uh we'll see see what that brings four weeks and it's it's an exciting time yeah well you're looking good for sure so oh it, yeah yeah there should be some good result i imagine so what show are you doing in four weeks time then 
so I've got I've got the the two bros um, Kingdom Classic, and then I've got the um, the Ben Weeder. Um, it's about three or four weeks after that, three weeks I think, um, with the idea of um, going to the Ben Weeder and then getting my pro card in men's physique. Right. So you have to get your pro card again, do you? I didn't realize. This is this is one that I wanted to ask because because this was one I think I think a lot of people might actually uh, not quite kind of understand what's going on here because we always thought that when you go pro, you are able to just kind of switch divisions uh, as and when when you please. So it, I, I was kind of interested to, to hear that you're doing two bros again. So how how does that all kind of work? Do you have to just regain the pro card in a different division or? Yeah, so so you know after after inquiring about it, I've I've been told that um, if if I want to go and and do the physique route, that it'd be a case of of going back and and qualifying um, as a pro in in men's physique, which you know isn't isn't a problem if if that's the goal. The goal is to to go there and be of of a pro standard. Mm-hmm. Then I've got to go there and I've got to. I've got to obviously beat the guys at the amateur level in order to beat the guys at the pro level. So, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's, you know, a, a chance to get on stage and to uh, hone my craft a little bit in, in physique. Cause obviously I've never stood on a men's physique stage. You know, it's, I, I've done bodybuilding for the last 10 years and I can hit side chest and I can hit most musculars and abs and thigh in my sleep. But it's it's totally different when I've got a you know stand out, I've got my hand on my hip doing my teapot pose, and uh, you know I'm <laughs> yeah yeah I'm uh, I'm smiling away rather than you know like screw my face up <laughs> doing uh, my angry bodybuilding poses. It's it's totally different. It's all a it's all a learning curve, um, oh, yeah. and you know something that I'm I'm massively excited about. It's it, you know it has kind of refreshed my my love for for training and competing, be, being able to take on a new challenge, you know, in in my thirties when, you know, you kind of think that your your path is is then set for for what you're going to do. Um, yeah, it's it, it's it's almost been like a, a bit of a new lease of life for me, and um, just totally fell in love with the process again. The, the you know the dieting and the the training and um, and everything, the presentation. It's uh, yeah, it's all been it's all been a learning curve, but something that I've massively enjoyed. So, yeah, that, that's that's really cool, actually. I, you know, I, I obviously I know that you went to, to train with Charlie a little while back, and he was the one who kind of yeah told, told me about some of this stuff and kind of your ideas behind you know why why transition to men's physique and the whole idea of still kind of having something to to progress towards and you know still yeah. take on that new challenge. It was just something brilliant, and I think a lot of people who who may have been in, in your shoes may have just chosen yeah. to kind yeah. of. You know, okay, well, fair. You know, it's already. You know, perhaps I'm already past my peak. Perhaps this, perhaps that, and just kind of maybe take take the the easy road out. But to to still take on that challenge, especially in in a new direction, and you know, as you mentioned before, the whole idea of you know when when you go from amateur to pro, you know, going from being kind of the big fish to you know back into a different environment, being yeah. worse again. But then to to go and start from the bottom in something that 
you're not even really used to at all and just a whole new process and everything is just something re really cool in, in general so you know respect for that yeah, absolutely and, and i think it, I, I think that the, the results will reflect the, the work you put in because i mean judging judging from the shots you've been putting on it's looking awesome. pretty promising it, awesome. especially yeah, this I, far yeah out. I mean it's, you know it, hopefully um it all goes it all goes according to plan it's um it, it, it is it feels like a big step um you know it's it's just totally out of my comfort zone but then at the same time we're, we're still building a physique we're, we're still you know we're talking about you know shape and lines and proportion and and, and symmetry and and presentation one thing you know I, I i certainly don't think i'm the most genetically gifted guy out there um but you know i i do work hard it's it's something that i've that i've always been um capable of doing even from from being a junior at like 18 19 20 um is to be able to just you know get my head down and, and work when when it really matters um and I, I do feel you know on on certain stages certainly the bigger stages the the, the british stages and the the international stages um I've, I've beaten guys who should have beat me 10 times over um because you know i, I don't want to sound like the you know, Instagram hashtag outwork everyone and, you know, all that. But, you know, essentially oh, yeah. because, because I, I wanted it more and I was willing to, to, to work harder. So it absolutely holds true. Like hard work undoubtedly is number one. Yeah. That cheesy saying of like, you know, hard work will be genetics if genetics doesn't work hard is it does hold true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's a, a good segue into into the whole idea of you know what what's kind of changed with with the whole men's physique endeavor because yeah. you know as you said perhaps maybe not being kind of the most genetically gifted in 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 that kind of division um, in terms of kind of look and everything and I'm assuming quite a lot has had to kind of change for you to perhaps match that that criteria a bit more and th this yeah. is something that's been really kind of cool to see throughout the process because. You know, the, the, what, what, what I've always kind of liked about bodybuilding is the idea of all these different kind of divisions to kind of suit, you know, different, different shapes and different looks yeah. and stuff. And yeah. whereas a lot of people would have perhaps said that, you know, you're a great bodybuilder, perhaps it's, it's a different ball game altogether for you to be good at men's physique just because the, the look is inherently different. And even though, as you said, we're, you know, we're still building a physique kind of how you build that and the proportions that you're looking for are perhaps a little different. So I guess that kind of begs the, the question, what's kind of changed since since you kind of started you know focusing on on this endeavor is has there been kind of anything different training wise because uh, I, I i guess kind of in terms of proportion you know men's physique obviously looking at kind of the much smaller waist so what's been done in terms of kind of midsection in terms of perhaps bringing up uh, back to kind of give the illusion of a smaller waist what what are some of the things that's kind of changed with your protocols and programming um so for for a lot of of um of um like being in bodybuilding it, from from when i started it was typical bro split you do you know sort of like one muscle group a day mm -hmm. um you maybe hit legs a couple of times a week um but but generally you know it was that it was the ronnie coleman style you know with one body part a day yeah. and 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 that was it um, a, a while ago, I, I, I transitioned to uh, push pull legs and found some some really good results with that. Um, but then, when the decision was made to to switch to, to physique, it was a case of having a bit more um, of a specific plan designed for for creating that physique look. 
Mm-hmm. So it was it was more focus on um, on delts, on working on that taper, bringing bringing the waistline in, mm-hmm. um, bringing the arms up. You know, it's it, it it sounds daft, but it is like the you know the the beach look, the t-shirt muscles. It's it's mm-hmm. chest, shoulders, arms. You know, and in physique, your arms are never going to be too big, your delts are never going to be too big. It's all about creating that illusion. Um, so, I mean, my current split at the minute is is push, pull, rest. Then I do delts and arms, then legs, then rest. Right. Um, and it's it, it's pretty much the same as I'd follow if I was doing, you know, like a, a push pull legs. So you do a couple of big compounds first, your, your heavy movements. You'll do a top set of sort of like seven to nine rep range, a back off of say like ten to twelve, and then towards the end of your workout, you'll do some some higher rep stuff, a bit more volume, a few sort of like intensifiers. You might do a couple of drop sets, or you know, put in um, some cluster sets at the end and, and really flush some blood into the muscle. It's it's not anything drastically different um, in regards to the style of training, um, just prioritizing. Um, what we need to, to to create that look. Yeah, um, that's that's great. Yeah, and then as far as um, as the diet, there's I'm probably on 1500 calories less than I was when I was when I was sort of like in bodybuilding. Um, you know, I, I one thing that I always disliked about about bodybuilding is always trying to push to to get that exercise to be bigger to be heavier. You know, and when I'm like five, six, I'm probably naturally I'm about nine stone. You know, if, if I if I didn't train and when, yeah. I, when I walked into the gym at like 18, 19, I weighed about nine stone. There, there wasn't much to me at all. Um, and I've been up to over 100 kilo before. Uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a good looking 100 kilo. <laughs> but it was at the time it was like, well, that's what we need to do. So, you know, you to, to be at a level when you, you're stepping on guys who are, you know, 200 pounds plus ripped on the yeah. stage. Um, so, so now I'm probably um, at, at this stage in, in my prep, probably about two and a half thousand calories. Um, we, we started the prep at probably like just over 3000. Whereas when I was, when I was bodybuilding, I'd be starting a prep at like 5,000 calories. Mm-hmm. you know and i'd constantly feel even on a prep i'd feel like i was pregnant you know the, the amount of food that i was putting in every day you know like i'd wake up in the morning and you feel good you feel tight you know dry and then by the end of the day you, you go into bed and you're feeling pregnant whereas now I, I feel good all day i feel like it's a good amount of food going in i feel like it's working with my body rather than against my body um and you know, it's. I almost see it as a. You know, no one wants to get injured. No one wants a. You know, a, a horrific. You know, possibly career ending or altering injury. Um, you know, as we've all seen this weekend with um, yeah. out in Dubai. Do you know what I mean, man? Um, you know, no one wants that. But I, I kind of see it as a as a blessing in disguise. It's it's probably extended my competitive career um you know by by well, however long I, I continue to to do it um and then you know like improve my health markers 
just generally feeling better, moving better. And, and I'm equally as strong as I was when I was bodybuilding. So it's not necessarily that you need to, you know, just keep piling the, the food in. Mm. Um, sometimes it, listening to your body is equally as, um, as effective. Absolutely. So do you prefer how you are now? Like, is it's like energy levels still good? Do you still feel good? Do you feel like you can perform? This, yeah, this, this, this is, this is probably the, the, the best I've ever felt on, on a prep. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. Like someday, some days I'm feeling awful. But I'm, you know, like you, I'm four weeks out, and today's a rest day. And you know, like rest days at four weeks out, you're, you're in the trenches. You know, it's like it's it's pretty hard. It's I think I've I've got about thirty grams of carbs throughout the day today. Um, so it's it's not much fun. But the the rest of the time, I'm I'm still on plenty of food. Um, on on my training days. I'm getting now with being a little bit ahead. Um, I, I don't know how aware you are, but my show should have originally been this weekend coming. So mm -hmm. we were on track for for peaking this week, mm -hmm. and then it's been extended by another three weeks um, with the with the COVID regulations. So essentially, it gave us a, another three weeks. So we're just going to continue to to just just drip, you know, little bits off. We can have feeds every three or four days if we start going a little bit flat we can put a bit of food in it's it's a great position to to, to be yeah. in yeah absolutely. Um, to essentially be be you know 90 percent there um at, at three weeks out but it's you know a case of i have i have a great coach in in hader mm -hmm. um and he's, he's on me every day he, you know we check in every single morning um assess the physique just on on the day see what we need to do um which is fantastic you know like especially you're talking you know four weeks out maybe like on the, the last week leading up to the show you'd be like right daily check-ins but mm -hmm. you know he's, he's been on me like this for the past two weeks so essentially from from six weeks out we've been checking in daily nothing's been too much trouble um you know and that's really good when i, I need that little bit of reassurance going into a, a class that that i'm not as experienced in Mm -hmm. And, you know, there is days where I second guess myself to, yeah. to have that as, as, as a backup. It's, um, it's definitely been a massive help. So have you done things differently with Hader that you've done, that you haven't done in the past? Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's not massively different. Essentially, uh, you're creating a deficit. I'd say the, the, the one thing that has been different is because we come from, from starting at a, a a lower point with the food and we've not had to you know keep pushing the foods my um my output has been nowhere near the, the same i've done preps before like when i was prepping for for the pro qualifier in 2017 i'd be doing like three hours of cardio a day i'd be on the stairmaster for an hour in the morning you know burning through 1200 calories on Stairmaster before I've even eaten anything as I'd, I had pretty much like an 11 month period where I was just renowned in in the town they'd be like oh you're the guy that's always on the stepper people <laughs> 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 still say to me now like oh, I remember years ago you'd be at the lifestyle center just on the stepper for an hour before, you know like everyone's like this guy's crazy what's he doing so that it's been like nowhere near that sort of that sort of output um, which has just been, it's been a, a massive help. And I think it's, it's told in my physique as well. My physique, yeah. it always fresh. 
you know, I, I, I'm not like flattening out every, you know, like 48 hours, my, my physique stayed full. Um, you know, my waist has, has stayed tight. I think, I mean, I, I'm not like massively, um, with only being short, I've, I'm not like, my proportions are okay. Um, but I, I got um, a, a mate of mine who gave me a pair of board shorts so that I could, I could practice and do my check-ins and, and everything else. So I, they were a 32. Now at, at my like very biggest, I, I'll maybe have like a 32 waist. So I had them taken into um, a 30 and then within a couple of weeks, a 30 was too big. I had to get them taken in again to a 28. And then now a, a 28 is, is pretty big. You know, it's, uh, I'll, I'll probably end up on stage with like, 26 27 inch waist um which you know it, it'll look it, it'll look pretty good i'd be I'd, I'd be surprised to see the ratio between the the shoulders and and the waist by by the end of the prep by the time i'm full and i'm dry and everything's 100 percent, i think it'll uh, it'll definitely be an interesting an interesting look Oh yeah, big time, big time. I, I think uh, uh, that, uh, that's all like incredibly interesting stuff that, that you kind of touched on in regards to kind of the the, the food side of things, the training side of things, all, all of that, and kind of I, I guess uh, one one thing which I hope you know a lot of people can hopefully take away from that is a lot of what Ben and I kind of tend to preach anyway, which is that kind of less is more. And mm -hmm. it, it, interesting yeah. to hear yeah. that you have had such a successful prep potentially. You know, while making things a lot simpler for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so absolutely, yeah. Uh, well, uh, but I think that's that. That's a that comes with um, with having a coach and and putting your trust into someone on on previous preps where I've I've prepped myself. You know, like I, I I can prep guys and I've got guys in in incredible shape, but to do it for yourself to try and prep yourself. And to constantly, you know, be in your own head and, and second guessing and essentially, you know, like stressing yourself out about it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it, it definitely helps just to, you know, trust someone implicitly. And then, you know, they, they just pull the trigger and, and you go, go with it. It totally takes you out of it mentally. Um, and, and you can just focus on the process rather than worrying about every tiny little detail. Yeah, big time, big I time. I think that. Yeah, well, I was, I was just about to bring that up because I, I don't think a lot of people realize even just kind of the the, the psychological impacts of, of prep and kind of how it becomes hard to just you know be, be objective with yourself and you know as, you, as especially as you start getting closer and closer to the show, I'm sure yeah. you even more so kind of begin to second guess yourself and mm -hmm. am am I lean enough? Am I am I doing this? And I guess it probably becomes actually more tempting to just, you know, push harder and harder, yeah. even though yeah, the answer yeah. you're looking for is actually, you know, closer than it is too far. Yeah, yeah. I know from, um, it was, when would it have been? 2016, I, um, it was, it, it was qualifying for, uh, it was, it was prepping for the British, um, and then from, from winning the British, it qualified me to go and do um, the, the pro qualifiers internationally. Um, and I was, I was about three weeks out from the British and I ended up, um, I ended up in resource in, in the hospital. I ended up, I was in the, in the gym finishing my cardio and I collapsed from, from the Stairmaster and got blue lighted in, in, the, in, in the ambulance to the hospital. 
because in my head I was just like push, 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 push. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I look back now and I'm like, you're an idiot. You know why? <laughs> why did you do that? You, you don't see it yourself. If you have no. someone that's yeah. like, listen, you're ready. Just take a day chilling out. You know, you d- take a rest day. I used to do like six, seven days straight with, without a rest day. Yeah. You know, and I think like I must have just been literally just run on empty all the time. My workouts must have been so bad and so pointless, you know, like doing six, seven days straight. And, you know, like now, if, if I do two really good workouts, like I'm hanging on, on like my rest day. I, I checked in with Hayden this morning and I was like, I am so glad that I've got a rest day today <laughs> because my, my body just feels like I've been hit by a bus. You know, and that's from two days training. I used to do like like seven days nonstop. It's you know, but yeah. you know, you you learn these things. It's, yeah, um, it's 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 both a great mentality to have, but you can also be your own yeah. enemy yeah. in that situation. Well, well, I mean, it went in in your prep, for example, it, it was it was kind of a, a similar deal where you know, it's kind of same thing. It, it becomes very easy to kind of just push too hard because mm-hmm. you can, you can kind of, lost connection. oh, you, you good, Nate? Oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, um, yeah, it was kind of a similar deal in, in, in Ben's last prep where, you know, it can become a, a bit more challenging to be objective with yourself mm-hmm. if you're kind of trying to do things completely on your own. And I, I wasn't coaching Ben, but I was, I was there as kind of a, a bit of a second eye. So, you know, we, we'd check in yeah. and kind of send videos and stuff and, and, and Ben would kind of be like, okay, I'm, th- I'm thinking of doing this. And then it'd be kind of a, yeah, yeah, I think that's a good move. Or, well, how about, how about we do this instead? And just kind of having someone there to kind of have that second eye. And yeah, actually, you know, perhaps we, we could, uh, I think particularly when he was training, especially because, you know, yeah, you, you, I, I ben, Ben's like stupidly strong. And, and as soon as it's kind of, when it comes to performance being so important, especially, I guess, especially for, for, for natural guys where it can be, you know, really easy to kind of wither away in a prep. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It, it became very kind of, you know, some some close calls in terms of, um, should, should we kind of strip down the training a bit? Should, is know, it appropriate yeah. to push I, harder? I really so. struggled with that as well. I remember I just wanted to keep pushing harder training. You were like, I think we should maybe start to bring down the volume a little bit. I'm like, oh, but I don't feel like I'm doing enough that that's the case. I was like, yeah. And you just yeah, that's like, like you say, it's it's great that, that mentally you can go to them places. You know, I, I think that's, if you've got that inbuilt, that's what, that's what makes, a, well, a, a great athlete, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. If you're willing do that you know like you you if your mind's willing to go where where your body won't go you know that's what that's what creates champions you know in in any aspect but it is a case of you know sometimes less is more even now if you you know you listen to you know dorian you're talking about you know the the best bodybuilder that that there ever has been and he says he would have been more successful and he would have had a bit more longevity to his career if he'd have just trained a little bit smarter rather than a little bit harder mm-hmm. you know it's uh it, it's it's definitely a, a fine line and mm-hmm. you to, to be able to do it yourself to be able to sort of say right okay well we we, we switch off and we, we pull back and a, a little bit you know it's it, it's so hard to to do it for yourself yeah yeah for sure um, it, it's interesting that you kind of mentioned kind of the, the, the longevity side of things as well, especially kind of going back to what you mentioned earlier with kind of food and stuff and not having to kind of push food so hard. Because uh, one one interesting thing that I was having a, a think about the other day, especially kind of when you put up your, your physique shots, 
is now hearing that food is, is so low, I'm kind of curious as to what you think has kind of changed most about your look in, in men's physique versus kind of bodybuilding. Because with food that low, I'm curious as to if you think you've potentially downsized a little bit all in all to fit in the class, or if you feel like you've potentially just kind of really just changed the look in terms of proportions and, and if kind of training is just sort of put maybe put muscle in the right areas more so for that class and if you feel like it's more that or if you have kind of potentially downsized a bit as a whole or or kind of I, I don't think i'll be i certainly don't think i'll be any um any smaller muscle wise i don't think i'll be any smaller on stage my my weight will be will be pretty pretty similar i'll be um probably sort of like low 80s on on stage maybe like um 81 82 um by, by the time i'm on stage by the time i'm full and i'm dry i'll probably be a similar weight to what i was when i was competing in bodybuilding um i do think that the proportions um will have changed um and i think that'll create overall that'll create a, a better look um i think the, the the condition will still be there if not um better because I don't need to push as hard to to be yeah. sort of like bursting full um as I was when I was when I was bodybuilding um and yeah I, th I think I, th I think potentially it'll be um a, a similar size physique but it'll just be a, a totally different shape it'll just be a totally different totally different package on on stage um and yeah, I think that's the most exciting bit about it is that, you know, I can, I can go whatever it is, 10 years, 11 years competing in bodybuilding um, and have one, one certain look that I'm always going for. And then after a couple of years off and, and you know, the decision to, to change things around, come back and, and have a completely different look yeah. um, and, and, and bring something completely different. So... I think that's 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 the, the most exciting thing about it. You know, like I, uh, the the support that I've had from the decision. I I was a bit like sort of apprehensive about it when I when I first um, kind of put it out there. I did it on a on a post on my Instagram, but I did it a little bit jokey. You know, like I yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. like sort of testing the water, and um, people didn't think I was serious at first. They thought it was, you know, and even up until maybe like a couple of weeks ago people they messaged me like are you actually doing this are you actually going to do the, the physique class because they thought I was I was like taking the piss I was like no I'm genuinely like this this is the decision I've made like and it, like I, I assure you I'm deadly serious and I assure you this will be the best that I've ever looked um you know and but like yeah the the the, the support I've had has been absolutely overwhelming I mean I, I put a, the post up over the weekend I did like um like a bit of a, an abs uh, shot on on my insta and it's got like 700 and some likes on it like that's unheard of for for me you know like I I'm no superstar you know I'll I'll get like a, a couple hundred likes on on a picture or whatever but yeah, I was like, I ended up, I turned the notifications off on the phone because normally like you'll get like, a bit of an influx for, you know, for an hour or so and then it's not too bad. 
And then it kept going and going and going. And I was like, you should switch these notifications. <laughs> you know, my missus was like, are you doing something dodgy? Why are you notifications? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that, 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 that is awesome to hear, like, yeah, all of it. It, it, it. Again, you know, the, the most respect for, for the way you've chosen to kind of carry on your journey. Yeah. And I hope that that can also kind of drive home a, a point in kind of terms that, that, you know, progress can take many, many avenues. Because mm -hmm. yeah. I think oh, what, yeah, was, yeah. what was interesting to hear was the idea that, that your stage weight won't be much different. Yeah. Whereas I think a lot of people would have expected it to, to potentially go kind of a, a lot further down and potentially have to kind of downsize for men's physique. Because I think a, a lot of people in kind of the wider industry as a whole, maybe not so much the bodybuilders but you know maybe maybe more so the people that just kind of want to lose a bit of weight or, or something you do get yeah. so hung up on kind of you know all these different metrics mm -hmm. but i think ho hopefully something else that people can take away from this is the idea that you know j just go on nathan's instagram compare his look now to you know com yeah. compare it to how he looked in bodybuilding things like how different one can look and you know even though the the outcome really is the same in terms of creating a physique perhaps the, the, the ways that you can go about it are different, but still can, you know, you can reap a lot of progress and, you know, still make yourself better in, yeah. in, in kind of the, the, the way that you get there, which is just awesome yeah. in, in, yeah, in many regards. That's, that's it. That's, the, you know, the, one of the main things that, that's made it enjoyable again is, um, you know, I'm, I'm, chasing, I'm chasing a certain look that I want, not necessarily a certain weight, Mm -hmm. you know like when it when i was bodybuilding it was just Push. you know I just, yeah. I just yeah i just need to be bigger no matter what i just need to be bigger and bigger everywhere you know whereas now it's almost like um it's like it's like artistry almost mm -hmm. you know like you, you you're, you're creating um you know not to sound like too philosophical about it but you are you you're creating your masterpiece rather than yeah, just yeah. trying to yeah, sure. just trying to you know just be bigger no matter what rather than just being like brutal about it you you know you're like right well you know i, I need my waist to stay this small but i just need a bit more on, on my delts or a bit more on my arms and you know it's um it, it it's definitely it, like reignited my passion to be creating a look rather rather than just muscle you yeah, know, that, that's yeah, really that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I think that that kind of goes in line with kind of our views because obviously Ben and I are really like kind of classic physique and yeah. stuff. So you know, again, the whole idea of you know not not necessarily just push harder and harder for the sake of it, but the idea of creating a look and you know muscle in the right places and uh, this idea of sculpting comes in. Yeah, yeah. Because while while yeah. I, would, I always thought of it as you know bodybuilding, it can be easy to kind of misinterpret that, but. To, to build means to create that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that, you know something has to be you know to, to create something doesn't mean it has to be bigger and bigger and more and more yeah. to, to create is just to create as you said nathan kind of your masterpiece yeah absolutely yeah so. yeah definitely yeah you know that's the beauty of bodybuilding is you you take it however you want to take it you know you 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 run with whatever you want you know it's some people they want to look like ronnie coleman you know they, they just want to be massive at, at all costs and that's what they want whereas some people you know they're, they're not bothered about for, for me i couldn't care what what i'm waiting on stage you know that's people you're like oh what should what's your weight or or whatever the the only time we weigh mass we weigh ourselves for it for check-ins is like after a feed so you know, if if we've done a refeed for a couple of days, we'll 
um, we'll check weight just to see how long it's taking to come back down to, to the low weight. And then we won't even think about it. You know, it's, yeah. it, it's, it, it, it doesn't matter. It's, I'm, I'm never going to have to make a weight class a, again. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all on the look. So, um, so yeah, you focus on what, what does matter. And, okay. yeah, and, and, and discard what, what doesn't, which is it's kind of, you know, one of the, the, the great things about like prepping the, the way that the, the world is at the minute. You know, like it's uh, people who said to me, you know, uh, you know, how have you managed to prep while while you're on lockdown, or you know, like it's you, it's amazing to do it even if things were hundred percent. But honestly, it's it's been the easiest prep that I've that I've ever had to do because I just solely focus on this. There's there's no distractions. There's there's nothing else to focus on. You know, I I can wake up in the morning and I do my cardio. I've not got to worry about rushing off to, to, to work. I've not got to worry about, you know, everything that's sort of like real life aspect that I've had to do on preps before. It's kind of on hold. So, you know, it's a, the, the only drawback is that, you know, you don't know 100% that the show will actually go, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. In regards to everything else, it's like the, the perfect time to prep. You know, it's... Uh, it's yeah, I, yeah it's ideal it's perfect yeah well I, I, that, that, that's cool because i think that that's kind of the, the same thought process that, that we had with ben exactly the same, yeah i said like well i'm not gonna have a proper social life for a while so this is the perfect time yeah. i'm not gonna miss out on, on my other parts of my life so why not prep now and it was the perfect time for that exact reason yeah absolutely yeah. and I, I think I, I think what a lot of people struggle with is having that that lack of control you know, over over their lives because they feel like there's so much being taken away from them. Um, so if if you can control the the bits that are in your power to, and and then just let the others the, the small stuff go. You know, like we you can't control if the gyms are open. We can't control if the shops are open. We can't control if you can go and see your nan and granddad, but we can control. You know, you, you what little training you can do. You can control your diet. You can control getting steps. Yeah. It's you know, you, if you stay accountable to to all the little bits that you can, and and solely focus on that, you, you don't have time to worry about everything else. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, uh, I'd quickly like to pull back to something interesting that, that you mentioned about not having to now fit into into a weight class again, which I think brings up a cool question about kind of the direction of the men's physique division as a whole, because. I think there's kind of a, a lot of questions nowadays about potentially how some of the men's physique shows are, are getting judged kind of as all the divisions kind of over time seem to get a little more extreme in general. Yeah. Kind of where do you see the, the division going? And I guess with, also with this being such a new endeavor to you, how do you intend to kind of play the, the future based on how this show goes? Do you, is this, is this first show almost just testing the water about like, if you want to continue with men's physique or is this like a direction that you're now going to like take for the foreseeable future? And, you know, even, you know, depending on how, how this show goes, will you just continue to, to pound away, you know, creating, you know, a physique more in line with that division and continue to take it further? And what, what do you think of kind of the way the division's heading as a whole? And do you think that it's a, it's a decent direction? Because I think with the kind of lack of uh, uh, weight classes and stuff, I think that there's uh, uh, some, I guess, at the much higher level, to be fair, 
um some guys that are even kind of getting as big as kind of the classic yeah. guys and there's a bit yeah. of controversy in the division now about the the way that it's headed look wise mm-hmm. yeah I, I think progression is going to come um in in everything you know if you if you look back to you go back to 10 years when physique started you know like it's it has it has progressed um so so much and i think it it has to. Things have to progress mm-hmm. um, in order to, to to stay relevant and to, to not get not get stagnant. Um, I, I think the, the the good thing about the class um, when when it started out is that it, it gave people a bit more of a, a more attainable goal. Yeah, yeah. You know, people that that maybe if they wanted to compete. They wouldn't have to train for ten years to to get on a bodybuilding stage and and compete. Um, with that being said, the 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 strength of it is also the the weakness of it is that you had guys who would maybe train for six months and be like, right, yeah, I'm going to yeah. get on stage. Yeah. That a hundred percent weren't ready, had no business getting on stage, but they they would do it for. An Instagram picture, they do it for likes, they do it because they think that if they get on stage that suddenly, you know, there's all these sponsorships and and they're going to become a coach and make all this money. Um where it's you know, the reality is it's it's not like that at all. I think that that's why in the beginning men's physique got got a bad rap is because a lot of the physiques on stage were were physiques that that weren't ready to be on stage and had no business yeah. being on stage. Yeah. And you could you could go to, to to a show and straight away, if you had 20 guys lined up, you'd have like two that were like, right, well, they're gonna win. Hmm. You know, and, and they were just like head and shoulders above everyone else. Whereas now, now that the class has progressed and, and it's grown and it's got um, a, a little bit more more respect, that now, you know, you, you still, oh, sorry. You still get um let me pull my phone in, it's uh just uh, a little bit. Um yeah, you still get guys that um that that ne- don't necessarily, you know, like have, have the physique to, to be on stage, but at the same time there's um there, there's some absolutely amazing quality physiques out there. You go to to some of these shows and it's like the physiques, they're like the pro standards getting on, on the, the Olympia. And that's what that's what I'm aiming for. It's to, to go there and not just be like, well, I'm gonna dip my toe in the water. I wanna go there and, and present a physique uh, that's yeah. that's worthy of, of a pro card. Yeah. People who you know, like I've had a lot of people saying, like, oh, you're too big for physique or you're too good for physique, you know, like why are you dropping down into the class? These guys who are like at the, the top standard, they're they're animals, you mm-hmm. know, like yeah. they're serious, there's some serious physiques, you know. And um that's that's what I want to be. I want to be in, in the mix, you know, for for the, the, the pro qualifiers and the uh, and getting the pro card and and making that that pro debut i want to um you know if it, it it was sort of taken out of my hands with the bodybuilding thing but i, I still feel like i've got unfinished business yeah. and i still feel like i've i've got a professional quality physique to uh yeah. to showcase For so sure. 
Yeah, that's great. Uh, I, I guess kind of a, a good way to wrap up on kind of the, the competitive side of things then is just, you know, how, how, how are you? You know, you, men you mentioned kind of the idea of lockdown kind of eliminating other distractions, but with that being said, what, what's kind of, uh, I, I guess, kind of still on that idea of lockdown is, you know, how, how was personal life this time around during prep? How do you feel you've kind of changed as a person since your last competition? And do you think that, you know, you, you mentioned kind of finding your love for, for training and stuff all over again, but, you know, it, from, from more of a personal level, how do you, how, do you think things are, are different this time and kind of how's, how's just things in general, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think um, it just for, from having them, them couple of years off, um, I'd say, you know, like through my 20s, I was like laser focused and it was like bodybuilding, bodybuilding. And I had this goal that I was going for and it kind of neglected everything else um, in order to, to pursue that goal. And then taking a little bit of time off, it allowed me to, to bring like the other aspects of, of my life that, that, nest, that I maybe didn't focus on um, like through my 20s when I was um, pursuing my bodybuilding goals, you know, things... Um, you know the, the grown-up stuff by yeah. the house. You know, like do it do, doing the all the all the adult stuff. Um, so now I feel like everything's in line. I feel like mentally I'm I'm in such a good place. Um, in order to you know not just like succeed at, at my bodybuilding, but to succeed at life mm -hmm. as as well. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like just you know life in general mentally physically everything's kind of lined up at, at the right time and that, that now I'm, I'm able to um so just focus everything into being the best possible version of me that, that that I can be not just like necessarily like Nathan the bodybuilder or you know Nathan the, the coach or Nathan the you know partner or son or brother or whatever like everything kind of yeah. lines up together and I can I can just be the the best human being that I can be yeah. um you know which it, it's it's an awkward time to do it but at, at the same time maybe it takes something like this where we all have to yeah. you know pull back and and reassess you know th things and think what is really important because it's it's been you know a, a, a rough time for for a lot of people. There's there's a lot of people um, who, who are suffering through it. Um, but at the same time, it's you know you, you sort of find gratitude for, for the things that that you have got. You know the the things that that people that they can't take away or you know it's, you, you you find that that gratitude and you're grateful for the things that that, that you do have. You know your family and your friends and and, and everything like that. even you know things like this like do, being asked to do the podcast you know like just you know sm small things that you, you appreciate you people are, are noticing your efforts and you know you show a little bit of appreciation it, it all counts it's all it's all part of the bigger picture yeah that, that, that's really cool that actually you know yeah. just, just all, all that and well, I, th I think that's kind of, you know, part of part of the reason why we wanted to get you on here, you know, acknowledging the, 
the work you put in and kind of giving you a, a platform to kind of share that with people. Because I think, you know, a lot of people might not have known, you know, why you wanted to kind of go in this direction, some of the thoughts behind yeah. that. So, yeah. so we, we thought it'd be cool kind of to, you know, be able to give people an insight into, you know, still kind of all things kind of bodybuilding related and kind of an idea of, you know, training and nutrition and stuff, but then also just kind of, you know, see, you know, who is Nathan Robinson and kind yeah. of give yeah. people insight into yeah. why you've done this, who you are and, kind of what's led up to that so that that, that that's really cool and Absolutely. i think that's a, a good way to, to kind of wrap up the the all the competitive talk really so yeah yeah, yeah. We've, we've got a, a few questions now that, that people asked if if you if you want to go through these yeah, so, the yeah. yeah. let's uh yeah let's have some fun yeah <laughs> um where are we okie dokie uh so i guess still kind of keeping on on the kind of bodybuilding side of things um, what would you do? I, I guess you've kind of touched on, on this kind of already, um, but I guess kind of summing it up, what would you do differently if you were to start bodybuilding all over again? Um, basically, the, the, the whole, you know, like sort of less is more um, a, a, approach, you know, it's it, allowing myself them rest days, um, not trying to just push things at 100 mile an hour all the time, you know, appreciating when the, there is a right time to, to, to back off. Um, you know, like, I, as, as we said, to, to have that, that mindset where you're, you're willing to, to do the, the 110%, you know, I, I think that's what counts. It's the not, not quitting, you know, when, when, it, when it has to be hard, you know, like you have, you have got to do the hard stuff. There, there is going to be times you know, when, when you don't want to do it, you, you feel like, you know, it's, it's easy and you want to tap out, but you, you've got to, but at the same time that there, there's going to be, there's going to be times when you, you do need to pull back a little bit. You do need to, you know, have them, them moments where you can take the rest day, you can have the refeed, you know, and, and things like that. But I'd say, yeah, if I could go back and uh, speak to junior Nathan, again it'd be a, a case of you know listen to your body listen to your coach don't always think that you know best mm -hmm. yeah yeah do you, do you think that could have potentially kind of pushed you further quicker and perhaps accelerated your your progress at all if you were to have done that from kind of earlier on because for example like uh, I, I think maybe it was maybe around only a, a couple of years ago maybe early 2019 i kind of stripped down my training to something like a, an upper lower split and taking more rest days and stuff. And I remember someone asking me, so like, oh, how, how, how often do you train? I was like, four, four, three, three four times a week. And they're yeah. like, oh, you pussy. I was like, I dare <laughs> you to train with me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, will, you will need yeah. the day off. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's exactly it. You know, it's, um, and I probably would have been the same. You know, if, if someone was like, oh, I, I do, you know, three days, I'd have been like, what? You know, and, but that's, I do. I, I love the training part of it. To, to yeah. me, that's the best part of my day. You know, like I, I look forward to, to when I'm going to go and, and train. I, I look forward to that bit the most. That is like the, the fun bit for me. You know, like the, the dieting. It, yeah, it's, it's good. It's a challenge. But, you know, most days it sucks. It's, it's not nice when, you know, like your, your mates are having beers and takeaways and, and you're sat there with a Tupperware, you know, like it's not it's not great i hate like the the, the preening you know the, the shaving and the, the tanning and you know like that 
it's it's good. It's a good job I've got I've got a good girl that does does a lot of that for me, you know. Yeah. But um, you know, it's it, it is the, the the fun bit, the training, and I think that's probably what what I did struggle with is you know like rest days are horrible. You sit there and you're like, what do I do on a rest day? Yeah. You know, you've got like a couple hours to kill. You can go out and get some steps, or you know, you sit there and watch a bit of Netflix. But you almost feel like lost. You know, mm-hmm. you. I've like a like a, a bit of an anxious feeling, like I should be doing something, you know. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's all part of the progression. You, you yeah, you're yeah. not going to progress with without the rest. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think I think that that, that is kind of a, a cool one to mention because I think I think a lot of people might be in the same boat where you know perhaps for for the sake of the long term goal and seeing the vision through, you might know that you kind of have to do something, but you know perhaps just because you enjoy it and and stuff, you want to do more, even though perhaps it's yeah. not actually as conducive to the goal because I, I know a lot of people who, who, who are still the same who kind of really do you know enjoy doing training very frequently and doing a lot of it very frequently because it, it, it's enjoyable of course and yeah. I, was, I was I was the exact same you know before I, I kind of did decide to strip my training back down and now even further because between the between kind of the, the lockdown periods unfortunately uh been I was running DC training and that's only training three times a week and when I when yeah. just before I started that I thought like do I want to strip it back even further just three times a week? And well, you know, for, yeah. for the sake of the long-term goal and just, you know, achieving a physique, it's, it's been working well. Yeah. But it's kind yeah, of separating the, 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 what you want to do from, for the goal, what you need to do. Yeah. The biggest difference to my training was definitely training less. And yeah. like the fact that it, like you say, you know, rest days like, Oh, I kind of actually want to go train in terms of progression from session to session was the biggest progression I've ever made from trading less, not doing more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's it. It's, you know, while, while we all enjoy training, that's why we do it. We also enjoy progressing, mm-hmm. you know, and it, if someone said, said to you, you know, like, I think it's an initially like taking that leap in believing that, mm-hmm. that if you train less, you're going to make more progress, you know, like initially you can't get your head around it. You're like, well, surely I need to train more to, to progress more. And, you know, it's not until you actually take the leap and, and you do it, you know, you take the extra rest days and you're like, wow, my lifts are going yeah. up so much. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I look yeah. so much better. My, my physique looks better. I feel better. My mood's better. My appetite's better. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's the main thing. It's just like, it's, t- it's taking that leap and believing when someone's like, you know, we'll just try doing a little bit less. You know, we're... If I could go back and, and tell my younger self that, whether or not I believe it or not, you know, <laughs> it's, that, that's another thing. I'd be like, what's this old guy saying to me? You know? But um, yeah, it's, it's something that you, you definitely, you learn with experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Next um, question. So, you you yeah. might want to do the, the last two. I'll take Yeah, it. I was going to say, I'm not going to continue yeah. on. So, so next next one, uh, I guess uh, the the catcher's OG volcano versus the mango volcano. Oh, always the OG volcano. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think I've only tried the mango one it, once, but yeah. you, you might want to explain yeah, to the audience. If, 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 if you can help it, if you can help it, no volcano because that never ends up well. <laughs> it's it's a slippery slope. But as soon as you have the first one, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, there's never only one volcano, is that? Uh, yeah, that, for, that's for the... it. If you, can, if you can, you know, go in there and have the, the mind of, you know, I'll have like a, a vodka lime and soda or, you know, yeah. something where you can stay in a level. And then you go in there and you say, oh, I'll just have one. Just, just have the one volcano. And then, yeah, you, 
wake up in someone's kitchen at like eight o'clock in the morning it's just not good yeah. <laughs> well if, explaining that for the people who, who won't get it is well including of course, nathan nathan from myself are kind of from the from the crew in nantwich area and obviously in nantwich there's this one kind of club that everyone knows called catchers and they do this signature drink called the the volcano and to be fair i don't know that they, they rarely do like many kind of deals on other drinks so i think i think that's kind of the other thing about the, the volcano and it never being one yeah you, you, what, what what is it actually a mix of usually usually people it's, go for sambuca in it oh, yeah so so there's a there's the oh, volcano or the or the sambuca volcano so um for, for me it's it's a smirnoff ice a blue wicked and a double vodka um, <laughs> oh, all, all, all in a pint glass it goes down so easy like honestly yeah. you it's it's like having you know like a like a drink of of squash and it goes down so easy and that's that's part of the problem because it goes down so <laughs> easy you have a couple of them and you're in serious trouble yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, again because because it's the signature drink there they're like the main thing that all the deals are on so it's yeah. never it's never just one volcano you end up getting the, the five for 20 quid or whatever it is that it, yeah distortion it catches <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I, I, I must admit that I've, one of the one of the joys of lockdown is that um i've avoided a, a vodka volcano for 12 months <laughs> <laughs> well I'll, I'll i'll see i'll see you in catches for a volcano on the 21st of june yeah that's that's it well i'm gonna have to celebrate the win somehow I, so. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, do you want to take one? Yeah, um, let's go for a slightly different and slightly disturbing one, to be fair. Um, so if you <laughs> if you could know how you're going to die, would you want to know? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. If it, was, if it was just going to be something, you know, like really normal and mundane, you know, like if I was just going to die in my sleep or, you know, like then no just just like leave me to it so i don't obsess over it um if it was going to be some like horrific final fantasy yeah. um fight is it i don't that final fantasy yeah final, final destination, no, final, final, destination. Final, final destination final destination if it's you know something like horrific like getting cooked alive on some bed or yeah. you know like de decapitated somehow then yeah maybe i'd Maybe I'd want to know, and I could just avoid them sort of situations. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite happy to, you know, die as an old man in my sleep. I don't want to, uh, like, you know, get run over by a train or yeah, know, splattered by a pane of glass or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think it's interesting because because when you when you kind of see it in movies and, and stuff, people yeah, you can like know when they cause it. Yeah, usually usually when they know it, they end up trying to avoid it, and then avoding it, it's almost and then. Of, what ends up causing it yeah so, that's you know yeah that's it i think you know just just leave it up to fate when I, i'm not particularly religious but i think uh when it's your time it's your time so just uh don't don't stress about it and enjoy the time that you've got it okay. <laughs> yeah. um what are we rolling for oh, next well uh, i've got one to help um if you could start in any movie okay. which movie would it be oh god um It'd have to, you know, it's it'd have to be like a Marvel, or mm. you know, it's it's gonna have to be. Sorry about this, my phone keeps. Uh, all right, it's all good. Um, yeah, I think it'd have to be, you know, some sort of Marvel or 
DC superhero. Um, I'm I'm still waiting to watch the uh, the Zack Snyder. Oh um, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know where to find it? To be fair, because I want to watch. It's, no, I, I've watched a few things on YouTube where they've like reviewed it and done reactions and things, mm-hmm. and it, they're really raving about it. They said it's amazing. So mm-hmm. I've heard that. Um, I'm sure, yeah. Some at some point, hopefully, you know, this week or over the next few weeks, it, it'll uh, it'll land on my lap somehow. I um, it, it, about how many have been just over twelve months ago. I was doing some um, security work, some some close protection work at a, an event for Louis Vuitton in London, and I met Jason Momoa. The guy who plays Aquaman. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. We, we were there. That, you know, there's like these, there's, it's like a like a bit of a red carpet, like celebrity event. And um, there was a few like, you know, Noel Gallagher and um, a few like radio DJs. And it's like sort of like B listers, you know, like mm-hmm. British celebrities. And the guy I was working with said, like, do you think there'll be anyone like really famous here? And I said, like, I don't think I'm going to get starstruck. <laughs> and then he, he come walking past oh. and he come he come over to say to say I and I was like I was like what the hell was that you know <laughs> but you know it's it's one thing meeting like a an A-lister but it's another thing meeting a superhero so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be so cool that'd be yeah. so cool you 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 went you went for the same one when, when we discussed this oh yeah essentially yeah. I went yeah a Marvel character or in a Marvel yeah I, I think um, you know, not. I, I think if you if you're talking like you know like a big epic, you know like Endgame or or something, you you want to be someone, you know that's that's kicking ass in in the final battle. You you want to be Iron Man or you want to be Cap or you know Thor or you you want to be one of them. Yeah, it's uh, you know I, I i love black panther i think black panther is amazing it's one of my favorite like standalone films yeah but okay. he he wasn't he wasn't great in uh in like the no. in, oh, yeah. in the avengers films so yeah i don't know maybe maybe thor maybe something like that i've had long hair before so <laughs> i know that i can pull that off <laughs> I'd, I'd, perso- I'd personally, I'd personally roll for like a, a businessy type comedy movie just because I think they'd be hilarious to shoot, like a Wolf of Wall Street type thing. I think that'd be hilarious to get involved in. So <laughs> that's that's what I'd personally get roll with. I guess, I guess, there's nothing, nothing to do with nothing to do with the all the drugs and the naked women. No, 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 just just, the <laughs> well, well, just, just, just an added bonus. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine and hookers. <laughs> just, just an added bonus. Uh, yeah. I guess as an extension of that, what? what uh, I mean, we're, we're quite into kind of our, our films, so maybe this can be like a, a good like signature question to ask our mm-hmm. guests. But what are your what are your top three films, Nathan? Oh, that's a hard question. Oh God, top three. Yeah, that's one to um, drop on you. Yeah, this one was completely. I could be bad to that. <laughs> Top three. Favorite favorite of all time is um, True Romance. Have you ever seen True Romance? I haven't um, actually. I haven't, no, I haven't. Um, it's it's written by Quentin Tarantino. Um, oh, by, by Robert, Robert Rodriguez, um, and it's amazing. It's it, Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette. It's like they they meet each other in one night, and it's like this big adventure that they end up having. And it's got like fifty cameos from like amazing A-listers, like. But they right. just they're literally in it for like thirty seconds at a mm-hmm. time, like. 
Samuel Jackson's in it, and he literally like says a couple of words and then just gets killed at the beginning. Gotcha. Um, Brad Brad Pitt's in it as like um, he's like stoner roommate and like yeah, it's really good, really really good. Um, to watch it. That's your homework. You you need to go and watch uh, watch True Romance. It's it's old. It's like maybe like mid nineties, um, but it's it's amazing. Um, but that's that's number one. I think, um, God, you're really asking. Yeah. You should have yeah. given me a heads up on this one. Not well, really. yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's just called the spot. I guess, I guess that, that makes it. Brutal. I guess that makes it even better though. It's a brutal yeah. question. Yeah. So oh, I guess, yeah. I guess anyone listening to this, they can already start thinking. Well, if I if I get asked to be on this podcast, I better I better know what my three movies are. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, you've, you've, you've been dropped in, mate. The, <laughs> the last good film. The last film that I, I really, really enjoyed that I watched. Um, have you seen The Old Guard on Netflix? I haven't. I, haven't I, I've scrolled past, but I haven't watched it. Oh, it's it, it's amazing, and it, I, I won't, you know, like I won't uh, give any spoilers or anything. But it's it's not what you think. Like I, I put it on, I thought like, oh, you know, a, a bit of background noise, and it looks all right. You think it's like um like a bit of a like a, a war film or, you know, like a, a right. bit of a, um, like, mercenary sort of thing. And you're five minutes in and it, there's this massive twist, like, literally five minutes in. And I was it like... sounds like my kind of yeah, movie. Yeah, I like Instantly invested. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that just happened. And then that was it straight away. You know, like, and Ooh. the film is, is amazing. So, so good. So... Yeah, watch, that, 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 that one that really sounds like something yeah. I'd definitely like. It doesn't like need, watch. doesn't need. Cool. Yeah. yeah. One more. If you can think of one. Um, you know what? Something that, like Step Brothers, which is just you know like a. I've yeah. probably yeah. watched. I've probably watched that about hundred times. That's it. Yeah. Still makes me laugh. Yeah. I can. I can still without fail. You know, put it on. And and still find it funny and say all the words and yeah. and everything else. So yeah, yeah it's uh, it's Absolute timeless. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. We'll we'll go with uh, something that's just an absolute classic. Go to decent decent list. Decent I'll, list I'll take indeed. that. Sounds yeah. yeah. Have to check out the other two movies, but yeah, mm-hmm. decent list. Decent list indeed. All right. Um, what, what we got left? We got that last one. Um, again, a little bit cynical, but who would win a fight between us three? I'm putting the money on Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I did used to yeah, kickbox. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm only sure. So I feel like maybe Kev's got the reach advantage. I feel like, um, you know, ben, he's, Ben's he's even big... taller than I am. I, I, so, I am taller. Um, and he used yeah. to do kickboxing. So I'm putting the money on Ben instantly now. <laughs> However, yeah. I'm a gentle giant. So I would never, I would never. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. You see. Well, usually, usually, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the fighting type. I, I think I could probably do all right in the, the average fight. But then, compared to you two, obviously, Nathan's a pretty big bloke, and Ben's obviously just, yeah, gonna whoop my ass. So, yeah, no, yeah I'm I was, definitely not faring well yeah. in this one. <laughs> I, I was, I was brought up on the West End round there as well. So, you know, like I've, I've had my, my fair share of, uh, yeah, of scrapes over this time. But then, it's now that I know. Um, Ben's got his bit of a martial arts background. Yeah. I've, I, you know, I've got one quad that's like attached <laughs> with a metal anchor. So if you do um, Cobra Kai and sweep the leg, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's, it's game over for me. Yeah, <laughs> six, six two over a hundred kilos and can, and can probably wreck you. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get done anytime soon. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like being kept better get good at running rather than... <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm quite fast as well. <laughs> no, no escaping this one. I'm going to get charged for a fight by someone now, aren't I? Yeah, if, if, if ben That's it. Someone's going to call them out now. Unfortunately, my older brother is much better at me in fighting, so if you, if you do need the help, then just call him and he'll whip my ass all day. That's so. a, little bit like, a little bit like my younger brother. Yeah, he's... Um, he, he, He's done MMA and kickboxing and, and Thai boxing and fought professionally and everything. So he's he's the one to go to. Hmm. Fair. Well, uh, I guess I guess that's a, a decent way to kind of title this up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah. I guess uh, that that that's that. So uh, a decent way to kind of tie off all the questions. I think yep. we we've touched on some cool stuff regarding mm-hmm. kind of competing and, and Nathan's journey and everything. So. Yep. Nathan, thank you very much thank for, for very coming much on with us. Thank you for your time and your support. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We appreciate it massively. Uh, so much. So it's much. Been, been a pleasure. And then maybe I can, when I've done my shows, and come back on and uh, we have a little bit of a, hopefully, a talk about uh, what a success it was. Yeah. Yeah, without, without, without sure. that'd be cool. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then we can find out, you know, future plans and sort, that sort of thing as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to have you back on for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Excellent. Awesome. I think, uh, yeah, I think people can probably take a, a lot of cool stuff away from this one. So thanks. Thanks for everything, Nathan. Best yeah, of luck in, in, in your show. We know you'll kill it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not, yeah wishing wishing luck in this sport isn't, yeah. isn't really a, a, a usual thing. So more more just the well well done with what you've achieved so far. And we hope yeah, that that kind of gets right. reflected on stage. And uh, before you go, is there anything you want to plug? Any social medias, coaching? Well, we'll, we'll, link, like it, we'll link it. We'll link his Instagram, of course. But yeah, feel free. Yeah, that's, yeah. If, you know, um, if anyone wants to um, to give me a follow on, on Instagram, it's notorious underscore IFBB. Um, and then anything like that, any inquiries or advice or whatever, you can, they can just link me on there, drop me a DM or, um, you know, just show some love. And um, yeah, and it's all good. Yeah, good stuff. Nice one. Well, thank, thank you everyone for listening in. Yep, thank thank you, you again, Nathan. We really appreciate really it. Do. And uh, we'll, we'll see you in the next one. Nice yep. one, guys. Cheers. All right. Thanks a lot, guys.